Hello, this is Saeedus Zaman from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 27th of April. The Delhi High Court today set aside a Delhi University order barring a student from exams for a year. According to live law, the student faced disciplinary action over claims that he had organized the screening of the BBC documentary banned by the government. Lokesh Chug is the national secretary of the Congress's youth wing, the National Students' Union of India. He is a PhD scholar at the Department of Anthropology, Faculty of Science. Earlier this week, the university told the court that the screening was conducted without authorization and that arranging protests in defiance of prohibitory orders constituted gross indiscipline. However, Justice Purushendra Kumar Kaurav quashed the decision and observed it was a violation of natural justice. According to live law, University officials told the court that Chug was involved in campus politics and played a key role in motivating other students to indulge in petty politics. According to the High Court, the university did not apply its mind while passing the order to bar Chug from sitting for examinations. Listeners, Jagdeep Dhakar, the current chairperson of the Rajya Sabha, has been making headlines for his exploits inside and outside the house. His wisecracks are the stuff of Instagram reels, even as he challenged judicial overstepping denounced Rahul Gandhi and dismissed allegations that Parliament switched off opposition mics during debates. And more recently, he appointed members of his personal staff to parliamentary committees, a move swiftly condemned by opposition leaders. Before this chapter of his life, Dhankar was a lawyer who detested discussing cases and judges in the corridors of courts. Friends, family members and protégés describe him as witty, astute, industrious and a stickler for rules with an eye for detail. My colleague Shiv Narayan Rajpurohit has profiled the life of Jagdeep Dhakar in his report titled Anti-RSS Leader to Hindutva Mentor to Rajya Sabha Referee, Jagdeep Dhakar's Road to Raisena, which you can read by going to our website newslaundry.com. We have been able to bring you such reports because we are funded by you and not by corporations or the government. Your support is all we ask for. If you aren't a subscriber already, become one today. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Calcutta High Court today ordered a probe by the National Investigation Agency into the violence that erupted in West Bengal during the Ram Navmi festivities last month, Barnett Bench reported. The court ordered that the West Bengal police should hand over the inquiry to the anti-terror agency. It was hearing a petition by BJP leader Suendu Adhikari. On the 30th of March, vehicles were set on fire and several shops vandalized in areas under Howrah district. Social media videos showed men destroying businesses and hurling stones as the police attempted to quell the violence. There were also reports of clashes in Hooghly districts, Rishra and Dalkhola in Uttar Dinajpur district. Following this, the Trinamool Congress government and the BJP had engaged in a political war of words. Both parties shared tapes in order to prove that the others were to be blamed for the violence. On the 10th of April, the High Court made the observation that the violence in the Howrah district appeared to be organised and that there was a failure of intelligence gathering by the West Bengal police. Gangster-turned-politician Anand Mohan was released from Bihar's Sarsa jail today, ANI reported. This came amid outrage over the Nitish Kumar-led government's decision to amend the jail rules on remission. There has been a backlash regarding the former MP's release from jail by the opposition in the state. It is being seen as a move by the governing Janta Dal United and the Rashtra Janta Dal to get upper caste votes in Bihar. Anand Mohan was incarcerated for life for killing former Gopalkan district magistrate 
जी कृष्णैया इन 1994. सिंह वॉज प्रोनाउंस द डेथ सेंटेंस इन 2007 फॉर हिस्स क्राइम बट ओनली टू बी चेंज टू लाइफ इम्प्रेजनमेंट अयर लेटर बाय द पटना हाईकोर्ट एन ऑफिशियल अनाउंसमेंट ऑन ट्वेंटी ऑफ अप्रिल स्टेटेड दैट ट्वेंटी सेवन क्रिमिनल्स हु हैड सर्वड फोर्टीन और ट्वेंटी ईयर्स इन प्रेजन हैड बीन ऑर्डर टू बी रिलीज्ड आफ्टर द बिहार गवर्नमेंट अमेंडेड द रूल्स ऑफ द जेल मैनुअल On the 10th of April the state removed a clause from its prison manual that barred remission for people convicted of killing a public employee while they were on duty. The amendment permits early release for people found guilty of such offenses after serving a sentence of 14 years in jail or 20 years in prison with remission. In a hearing on comedian Kunal Kamra's affidavit against the amended IT rules, the central government today informed the Bombay High Court that it will not notify the formation of its fact check unit until July 5th bar and bench reported the amendment notified on April 6th say social media companies and other intermediaries must take down content deemed fake by a government fact check unit to be precise intermediaries are not permitted to and i quote host display upload publish transmit store update or share any information in respect to any business of the central government that is identified as fake or false or misleading by such fact check unit unquote intermediaries that don't comply will lose their safe harbor protection in india at the hearing before the bench of justices gs patel and neela gokhale on thursday additional solicitor general anil singh requested the court to list the petition on june 8th however kamra's counsel darius khambata and arthi raghavan opposed this while arguing that the notification could apply to content retrospectively However the court said that the rule cannot be operable for the fact check unit till it is notified the court will hear the matter on June 8th initial reports suggested this fact check unit will be the press information bureau's fact checking unit but rajiv chandrashekar minister of state for electronics and it had clarified that this is not mentioned in the amendment he also assured the press that the new obligations apply only to intermediaries not the media China today warned Washington and Seoul against provoking confrontation with North Korea. This comes following comments by President Joe Biden and his South Korean counterpart saying that Pyongyang would face the end of its leadership if it utilizes its nuclear arsenal. AFP reported. China's foreign ministry spokesperson Mao Ning today said that all parties should face up to the crux of the Korean Peninsula issue and play a constructive role in promoting a peaceful settlement of the issue. She also warned against deliberately stirring up tensions, provoking confrontation and playing up threats. Biden and Yoon Suk-yeol made it clear at a summit in Washington that a devastating reaction would be given if the isolated regime in North Korea attacked either South Korea or the United States. The two sides also concurred that in response to the North's missile testing that the US security shield for South Korea will be bolstered. On April 27th, Beijing criticized the action claiming that Washington ignores regional security and insists on exploiting the peninsula issue to create tension. According to Mawning, the action of the US inciting conflict between camps threatens the nuclear non-proliferation regime and jeopardizes the strategic interests of other nations. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.